Welcome to episode 6 of the Us and Oceans Live News Podcast. Us and Oceans Live News. The Podcast. Welcome to another episode. My name is Christian Chappell and this is Ocean's Live News, the Marine Conservation News page on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter. Uh, today I'd like to talk about uh, what's been on the news today, what, what I've been mentioned as well as, uh, which is basically about reducing meat, whereas BBC's put on this morning on the news where it's reduce meat to save the planet. I would rather people not eat meat at all. Uh, there's a reason for the article today. The diet is to save lives, the planet, and feed us all. A diet has been developed that promises to save lives, feed 10 billion people, and all without causing catastrophic damage to the planet. Scientists have been trying to figure out how we are going to feed billions more people in the decades to come. The answer, the planetary health diet, does not completely banish meat and dairy, but it requires an enormous shift in what we pile onto our plates and turn in foods of what we barely eat. What changes... Am I going to have to make? That's the question to make. If you eat meat every day, then there's this first biggie. For red meat, you're looking at a burger a week or a large steak a month. And that's your lot. That's pretty, uh, for all those people actually eat meat out there. I reckon that's, that sounds pretty tough for you guys. Uh, it's, well, it's, a big, it's a big leap from going from what you're eating currently to literally like a steak a month. But it, don't forget that's what it required but the growing population is what's required to reverse the the disastrous effects that animal farming has on our planet it says here, it says here you can still have a couple of portions of fish and the same of chicken a week but plants are where the rest of your protein will need to come from the researchers are recommending nuts and good helping of legumes that is the beans chickpeas lentils every day instead there's also a major push on all fruit and veg, which should be make up half of every plate of food we eat. Although there's a cull on starchy vegetables such as a humble potato or cassava, which is widely eaten in Africa. So what is the diet in detail? If you served it all up, this is what you're allowed each day. Nuts, 50 grams a day. Beans, chickpeas, lentils, other legumes, 75 grams a day. Fish, 28 grams a day eggs 13 grams a day so one and a bit a week meat 14 grams a day of red meat and 29 grams of day a day of chicken carbs whole grains like bread rice 232 grams a day and 50 grams a day of starchy vegetables dairy 250 grams equivalent of one glass of milk vegetables 300 grams and fruit 200 grams the diet has room for 31 grams of sugar and about 50 grams worth of oils like olive oil. Will it taste awful? Professor Walter Willett, one of the researchers who is based at Harvard, said no, and that after a childhood on the farm eating three portions of red meat a day, he was now pretty much in line with the planetary health diet. He said, there's tremendous variety there. 
you can take those foods and put them together in a thousand different ways we're not talking about deprivation diet here it's healthy eating that is flexible and enjoyable is this for real life or is this just fantasy this plan requires changes to diets in pretty much every corner of the world Europe and North America need to cut back massively on red meat East Asia needs to cut back on fish Africa on starchy vegetables humanity has never attempted to change the food system at this scale and this speed says Lyne Gordon an assistant professor at the Stockholm Resilience Centre whether it's a fantasy or not the fantasy doesn't have to bad it's time to dream of a good world she says taxes on red meat are one of the many options the researchers say may be necessary to pursue us to switch diets well who come up with this a group of 37 th scientists from around the world were brought together as part of an eat lancet commission they're a mix of experts from farming to climate change and nutrition and they took two years to come up with their findings which have been published in the lancet why do we need a diet for 10 billion people a world population reached 7 billion in 2011. It's now around 7.7 .7 billion. That figure is expected to reach 10 billion around 2050 and will keep on climbing. Will it save lives? The researchers say the diet will prevent around 11 million people dying each year. That number is largely down to cutting diseases related to unhealthy diets such as heart attacks, strokes and some cancers. These are now the biggest killers in the developed countries. How bad is farming for the planet? The use of land for growing food and forestry accounts for around a quarter of global greenhouse gas emissions, about the same as for electricity and heating, but substantially more than from all the trains, planes and automobiles on the planet. When you look more closely at the food sector's environmental impact, you can see that the meat and dairy are the major factors worldwide livestock accounts for between 14.5 and 8 percent of human induced greenhouse gas emissions when it comes to other warning warming gases agriculture is one of the leading contributors to both methane and nitrous oxide emissions agriculture is also a significant source of air pollution with ammonia from farms a major cause of fine particulate matter as a particular matter, do apologize for that one, which the WHO says is a threat to health worldwide. Similar when it comes to water, agriculture and food productions are one of the biggest threats, consuming 70% of global freshwater sources for irrigation. So, <laughs> you can go on the BBC UK and they actually tell you how your diet, the current diet you have now, uh, what you eat, you can put down what you eat. Uh, which food you would like and how often you have it and you can find out what sort of impact it has actually on the environment and then it gives you so will the planet health diet save the planet the researchers aim was to feed more people while minimizing greenhouse gas emissions that cause climate change preventing any species going extinct have no expansion of farmland and preserve water however just changing diets is nowhere near enough in order to make the numbers add up it also requires halving of food waste and to increase the amount of food produced on current farmland. Why is meat being banned? If we were just minimising greenhouse gases, we'd say everyone be vegan, said Professor Willett. However, he said it was unclear whether a vegan diet was the healthiest option. So what happens now? The Eat Lancet Commission is going to take the findings of governments around the world 
and bodies such as the World Health Organization to see if they can begin to change the way we eat. Well, what it says here, I've just got something to say about that again. Uh, why is it being banned? It's going to be a far-fetched thing to ban it straight away. It says, well, however, it said it was unclear whether a vegan diet was the healthiest option. It I can guarantee you it is the healthiest option. The only thing you need to worry about is vitamin B12. You know, this is mainly this the only supplement you really need. All the other nutrients, you, know, you you can eat the different foods, legumes, fruits, vegetables, and you get most of them. But the B12 is the one that you need. It's the one that lives in the soil. You know, this is why uh, you can, when they say you can only get B12 from meat is because yeah, the the cow was beating the grass on the floor, which is straight out of the soil, which is obviously consuming this B12, which is a bacterium uh, created vitamin uh, and uh, it ingests it and it's in it, it gets absorbed into its body and we eat it and that's how we get our b12 I just say like uh, you can get like carrots i don't know there was a podcast on a ritual podcast where there was a, uh, a person on there and he said uh, you can get your b12 which is not squashing your fruit and your vegetables so much more your vegetables you know your ground vegetables your root vegetables carrots potatoes don't wash them totally, you know, wash a little bit. I know there's a fear behind you can get worms and all that, um, but this is the way you it's believed that you can get your B12, like not washing your vegetables absolutely clean uh, when pulled out the ground. So that's that uh, issue with the BBC. So it's amazing how, how long it took since the 80s they've been saying that, you know, meat is bad for the planet and your health. And it only just now is it coming to light that they, maybe they're going to start listening this time. Well, who knows? Maybe they're just going to ignore it. But you can go to the BBC website, look it up, uh, just type in BBC reducing meat. That's how I found this one. And it come up. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you can scroll down, scrolls down, and come to a, like how my food choices impact on the environment. You can select it there, and you can find out. See so how the impact is it got. So I've got to that issue there. Uh, many of the things I've been on for a long time. I this is like been almost a week now with a without a podcast. Uh, I've had another one here, which is I uh, found on the Marie Conservation News page, is uh, that perfect storm of threats is destroying marine life. New report warns. This is from Sky News. <laughs> Excuse me. The oceans are facing a perfect storm of threats that will destroy marine life unless the government takes urgent action, a new report has warned. Plastic pollution, climate change and overfishing are combining to put sea creatures under intolerable stress, according to MPs on the Environmental Audit Committee. The report Sustainable Seas says the UK government treats the oceans as out of sight, out of mind and must lead an international effort to stop the catastrophic impact of human activity. Committee Chair Mary Craig MP told Sky News, We only have one ocean and our children deserve to experience it in all its wonders and to be able to see the coral reefs going into the future. But the ocean is under threat as never before from climate change, which is warming it, acidifying it and deoxygenating it. It is under threat from overfishing and is under threat from pollution. With pouring sewage and chemicals and plastic into our ocean, we've got to stop treating it like a sewer. 
Sky was asked to give evidence to the committee because of its ocean rescue campaign that has focused plastic and marine protection. In its report, the committee urges the government to be more ambitious in tackling the scourge of plastic. Scourge of plastic. It wants the deposit scheme of plastic bottles to start earlier than the current plan of 2023, and it renewed all its latte levy on disposable coffee cups and measure the government has so far rejected. Shame on your government. Will McCallum, head of Oceans Greenpeace UK, said, Reducing how much plastic we use in the first place will be vital, as well as banning problem plastics and introducing the plastic bottle return scheme as soon as possible. The Oceans and the Life Support System, the committee has produced truly groundbreaking recommendations for sustainable seas and we urge the government to act without delay. The committee says the government is failing to properly to protect uh, marine life in UK waters, although it claims to have set aside 20% of our seas as conservation zones, the most damaging form of fishing. Trawling the sea bottom with spikes and change is banned in just 2%. John Luke Soland, a scientist at the Marine Conservation Society, said the seabed is an important nursery for marine species. Herring spawn in seabed and their eggs are destroyed, he said. We need to stop this activity. Some reefs are being turned into mud and sand. The Department of Environment said the UK is a global leader in protecting the oceans, seas. Also, Sky teams up with the government trying to uh, innovate. UK is offering £2 million in match grants to companies that receive investment in Sky Ocean Adventures. Oh, Sky Ocean Adventures, sorry. Spokesman said, we have recently proposed 41 new marine conservation uh, conservation zones led calls to protect 30% of the world's oceans by 2030 and we are going further and faster to tackle the plastic that harms marine life with our ambitious resources and waste strategy. We know there is more to do and we will soon publish an international ocean Ocean, what's he? I can't get this one. I want to do a super international ocean strategy to drive global action to conserve the world's ocean. Sky Ocean Rescue Campaign encourages people to reduce their single use plastic. You can find out more about the campaign and how to get involved at www.skyoceanrescue.com. As you can find out if you want to join into that, have a look at that. There's some uh, interesting stuff on there. On my page, Us and Oceans Live News on Facebook, I've shared shared a recent uh, couple of posts from uh, other from other uh, uh, pages that I've had, and again, uh, again from until they're all free page on Facebook, the Red Cove again, which was on Tuesday. Uh, family of striped stripped dolphins were brutally slaughtered at the Death Cove in bloody Japan again, which is I've shared that one. Uh, and there's a guy that made an art, art uh, picture and it says more than 5 trillion pieces of plastic are already floating out of oceans about 8 millimetric tons of plastic are thrown into the ocean annually that's quite a bit of food for thought which is a meme on there and one again from Fishfield Fishfield thank you for doing what you're doing the plastic oceans are warming a lot quicker than estimated highlighted the perils of unchecked climate change according to a new study this has been put in the Time magazine online. It says that the oceans are warming faster than originally thought. The town M in Kent in UK, first plastic free community, which is a bonus for our own guys. 
it's actually reached 105 people on my page which is quite chuffed about uh, and there was there's actually a, the son of a British farmer shocks the vegan world via Emmy King which was shared by Emmy King and he put it on there it's a farmer's poem and uh, I don't know if you ever hear it I can put it on here guys if you want to listen to it I'll I'll uh, put it onto the computer you can listen to it if you let me know what you think of the poem uh, it's pretty uh, decent I'll uh, cut on silent for a minute so I'll let you listen to the poem guys we're living in a nation where there's growing condemnation of what is done to those who cannot talk I was blind to all their pain so I couldn't feel the shame in that broken piece of body on my fork. Then I wondered, could any child breed a bird that can't be wild to eat its wings, take off its legs and its head? No. So we pay for hidden slaughter till we've addicted sons and daughters to our habit of eating the dead. And it's not so very long since who could see the wrong in breeding humans as slaves without pay? It can be a woman without a vote, or killing a leopard for its coat. Did we ever see the evil of the day? So do you think you're any better? Now the animals we fetter outnumber every human ten to one. And many children hardly eat, because their food has fed your meat. While the blame for this shame you pass on. So give me avocados, and I'll eat tofu burgers. You can even give me black bean curd, but please don't give me bread if it's wrapping the dead, the remains of the body of a bird. For every piece of flesh you buy, you're paying to breed for the next to die. By compassion, no longer are we led. And for the cow, it's worse, I fear. They rod rape her every year, take every calf, take all her milk, until she's dead. This choice you say is your right, that you can eat just as you like, and it's merely an opinion that I voice. But your choice, it kills so many. This opinion kills not any. And your victims, you give them any choice. So there's more to avocados and eating tofu burgers than minimizing sickness and your girth. No less than Einstein did resolve from eating flesh we must evolve, or mankind, he said, may not survive all. The age in which we're living is ever more misgiving over what is done to those who cannot talk. Are you blind to all their pain? Can you not feel the shame in that broken piece of body on your fork? <laughs> there you are guys that was uh, something I shared recently I was quite quite, uh, quite touching hits the truth hits the nerve definitely uh, it's, you can actually hear as he said this in his own farmer's field his farmer does actually uh, seem to believe in quitting the meat and uh, and uh, tried to he did this poem on there and I, I just showed you that poem because he did it in his farmer's field you can hear the trucks in the background and stuff and uh, this cook's quite noisy there, but yeah, great poem, great poem. I uh, really enjoyed that one. Uh, I had not shared much other stuff recently, so basically that was what I had there, and um, yeah, so I've got my uh, son coming in now. 
so he's uh, being nosy. Not supposed to be in here. I do apologise. It is a real thing in here. Oh, he's going out now. Oh, leave me in peace. Podcast needs to be sacred and silent. So, yeah, I haven't done much recently. I've been off, I've obviously been off work for a couple of days, a holiday, so I've been relaxing. I've actually been, <coughs> excuse me, uh, writing. Uh, something I said I would never do is actually write a rap song. And I wrote a rap song. Uh, I'll see if I can get it uh, onto my pages. So, see if I can get it up there. Yeah, basically, it's just about what I always talk about plastic pollution, overfishing, meat eating, and all that. Although, I always talk about I made a rap out of it. I've gone, I've already you I used like a different like a music platform to make the music background for it. I'll be working on that in due time. Uh, and uh, that's all I got to say, guys. So, uh, before I leave you, I'd like to promote a very special place where I eat a lot of times, given the time permitted and the financial uh, bonus or anything I've got of leftovers in financial capabilities. Uh, I went to, I'd like to promote the Zoo Cafe on Newland Ave in Hull. So, if you ever get yourself in a, into Hull, or if you ever visit Hull, anything like that, uh, go and get a cab from the train station or wherever you are in Hull Town Centre. Get a cab, bus, and get yourself to Newland Ave. And it's called the Zoo Cafe. It's between Heron Foods, which is a shop, and uh, I believe it's a real estate, like an estate agent, I believe, or cash converse. I'm not quite sure. And it's like a little alleyway going down. There's a garage on the bottom of the end. And this little, this little house is on the left-hand side, just before the garage, but between these two places and uh, and yeah uh, it's a great cafe um, they do a vegetarian option as well so, so if you're a vegan and uh, you would like to go and visit the place with uh, your vegetarian other half uh, they got vegetarian options as well as I don't always agree in that the places but there's not many places in the whole that do 100% vegan apart from Blondies and Cottingham which is a f bit further away from where we live. Uh, uh, but these, this place is absolutely fantastic. Uh, they do a uh, full English breakfast. They've got avocado, they've got these uh, sage and onion uh, patties, or what do you call them? Um, they've got, uh, I, think it's, I think it's the easy egg version of the egg. They do that on there, which is absolutely fantastic. It tastes absolutely brilliant. They do uh, homemade, I believe it's homemade beans, with a variety of types of beans. Uh, mushroom, tomato, basically there's any all those other things on there is vegan, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I get the uh, vegetarian option to make egg. Well, I can guarantee it, everything is segregated. Nothing is cooked together with vegetarian. The pots and pans are segregated from the vegetarian side of it, it's, and the atmosphere is absolutely fantastic. They do the, these great teas in there. Uh, they have a green tea, a varieties of health teas, and you know, a coffee and that. And I like the way the owner uh, has the different types of coloured pots: orange pots for black tea, and obviously you know, the green pots for the green tea. I love that. They got these great sugar cubes, like 
uh, and it's absolutely fantastic in there. So good, such a good atmosphere. They've got uh, downstairs where you can sit, upstairs you can sit, they've got the chairs and sofas where you can relax and have talks, meetings or anything like that. It's absolutely great up there. So it's Zoo Cafe in Hull on Newland Ave. If you ever get there, get yourself there. You'll love it, I guarantee it. The prices aren't bad either. It's something like, uh, how much was it for the full English breakfast, which is like an eight-item eight breakfast that I had. Which was uh, six pounds and fifty nine or something like that. But it's definitely worth it. It's filling. Uh, you get a really good, decent sized portions food there if you're gonna get yourself down there. So yeah, guys, that's all I have to say today. So I hope you enjoy my podcast again. I like to promote my own podcast all the time. Uh, I like to promote other notions live news. Please let help let the world know, guys, about issues, uh, marine conservation issues. Uh, promote veganism 100% plant-based diet as i would like to call it promote that guys uh, getting stuck in with all this uh, uh, help the ocean stuff and uh, just do the best what you can do guys share my podcast if you can really appreciate if you would uh, get some traction going for my podcast no, i don't i'm not asking for any sort of monetary or no, my website the, the podcast is free to download totally free uh, I just want some I just want to get some traction knowing that I'm doing something good by you know I have got I've got nothing I'm, I'm just a simple truck driver with a, a loving family of four you know what I mean two boys and my wife I, I, am, I ain't got nothing to financially to gain by anything I'm doing this totally off my own back because I love caring for the ocean whatever since I found out what the, the hellish things that are going on with it uh, yeah, so yeah guys get sharing like my page on Facebook Instagram Twitter YouTube subscribe there if you want uh, comment please let me know what you think comment I'd love to talk about issues like that uh, anything you want to get in touch with me you can do so on my website which is uh, Oceans Live New without the S dot Wix site slash website or don't website.com slash website that's the one you know on twitter it was bottom dash also bottom it's a bottom dash oceans instagram my normal name on instagram was oceans live news there on instagram facebook was oceans live news uh so yeah guys my name is christian chapel you can find me also on facebook so you can go from there for to my site via that way and i will talk to you guys very much sooner than before because I'm back at work and uh, going home late nights so the kids will be tired and I'll be able to do some more podcasts so yeah I will keep an eye ear up for the rap that I'm going to try and put together I hope it's going to work I'll, like I said I'm all new to this but I love my music too I always write new stuff mainly instrumental stuff on uh, all sorts of platforms like Music Maker Jam I love doing my stuff on there so yeah guys I will see you later so have a good day to you and don't forget for the oceans always and i'll see you later bye bye Welcome to episode 2 of the Us and Oceans Live News Podcast. Us and Oceans Live News.
the podcast. Christian Chapel, welcome back again to Us and Ocean's Live News, the news channel to spread awareness about regarding issues of the ocean, the planet, and all sentient beings that live upon it. How are you? I hope you're having a good week so far. This is now Saturday. I've had a fantastic week. I've been sharing lots of posts uh, that have been happening throughout the week. And uh, I would like to start off with one that I found was particular one was Japan. Uh, they have uh, walked out of the uh, International Whaling Commission's meeting that they would resume commercial whaling, but this time in the northern hemisphere of the, uh, the Pacific Oceans because uh, they said they would quit the Silver Mon, which is uh, to Sea Shepherd was the organisation that helps marine life all over the world. They welcomed this. Um, they said, um, uh, "Welcomes the end of whaling in the Southern Ocean." Since 2002, Sea Shepherd has opposed Japanese whaling operation in the Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary with expedition to Antarctic waters. First in 2002, followed by continuous campaigns from 2005 until 2017. During this period, over 6,000 whales were saved from the harpoons of Japanese commercial whalers. Poses research whalers by Sea Shepherd inventions. Interventions, sorry. Japan has now finally declared that it will end whaling activities in the Southern Ocean. In 2007, the Japanese government began to invest millions of dollars in secure efforts to prevent Sea Shepherd from engaging their fleet. These secure measures included military-grade real-time surveillance. Although this prevented Sea Shepherd from returning to the Southern Ocean in 2018, it also placed Japan in a position of ex- expending huge resources and continuous security. In other words, the cost of preventing Sea Shepherd interventions became very expensive. This and the verdict of the International Court of Justice exposed Japanese researchers as fraudulent, coupled with worldwide condemnation of Southern Ocean activities has, in the opinion of Captain Paul Watson of Sea Shepherd, led to this decision to declare they will openly undertake commercial whaling activities. The scheme to pose as researchers will now be dropped. That means there can be absolutely no justification for hunting whales in an internationally established whale sanctuary. This will be the last year of Japanese whaling activities in the Southern Ocean. Sea Shepherd's objective of ending the slaughter of whales in the Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary has been realised. This is a victory for the campaign to make the Southern Ocean a whaling-free zone. If Japan decide, decides to withdraw from the International Whaling Commission, it will allow the International Whaling Commission to pass the motion to establish a South Atlantic Whale Sanctuary, thus effectively ending whaling in the Southern Hemisphere. Japan will now join Norway and Iceland as rogue outlaw whaling nations in the North Pacific and the North Atlantic. The whale, the whale wars in the Southern Ocean will soon be over. The focus now must be Northern Hemisphere. 
Seafood welcomes this announcement by Japan and views it as a positive development. We are delighted to see the end of Whaler's Southern Ocean Whale Sanctuary. We are delighted that we will soon have a South Atlantic Whale Sanctuary and we look forward to continuing to oppose the three remaining parent whaling nations of Norway, Japan and Iceland. Whaling as a legal industry has ended. All that remains is to mop up the pirates. So that was one of the uh, posts that I've been put on by Sea Shepherd, which said obviously they, they welcome this. Uh, regardless, of, you know, regardless of that, you know, whaling all round is pretty much a bad thing. I'm pretty sure Sea Shepherd would be on board with uh, trying to quit it whaling in the north. There's just really no need to kill these beautiful creatures. Uh, it's just barbaric, and it must it, another thing that we just must stop because it's just it's it's not something that we don't need it anymore. You know, the, the like Japanese, they're, they're well behind in all this uh, changing the diet to a plant-based sort of diet. I'd like to get a have. Uh, going into the more posts that have been brought up, which are one of my favourites, which I always uh, look into, which is Fish Feel. Um, and here's now, which is uh, incredible what I read today, was uh, shared by Fish Feel, who they also shared it from a news article by the OPB. Uh, which is uh, to help salmon fish and advocates want to kill some gulls. So now they're blaming the gulls for uh, the salmon problem where the orcas well, may be starving and there's not much of a salmon population. Well, the main factors is, is uh, the dams that are there. They're just, they're just impassable for the salmon. They just can't get through it all. Uh, it's pretty... Um, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty damning for these salmon that just can't get up to the breeding grounds to breed, hence the drop in population. And uh, people, they don't see their own faults, you know, right at Gallison opening the dams up, they don't, they, they blame other things like seals, and now <laughs> the stupid one is gulls. They're blaming these, I don't know. So they're saying, they said, there's a lot of presidents known to eat imperiled salmon from sea lions to double crested cormorants. For a long time, biologists thought gulls weren't a big part of the problem. Now they say that it was a miscalculation. When some analysis was done, the impact of gulls just in the section from McNary, the dam, to Bonville Dam, nearly 20% of the fish taken were taken by gulls, said Blaine Parker, an avian predation coordinator with the Columbian River Inter-Tribal Fish Commission. At first, biologists Search for pit tags which are used to track salmon. Now, when gulls nested in the series of rocks near the confluence of the Deschutes and Columbia rivers in the spring, where fish are migrating out to the sea, gulls are commonly seen flying from the rocks to the Dale, Dales or John Day dams, Park said. But biologists never found any whole pit tags, just broken ones. Then they realized gulls are a sort of crushing gizzard like chickens. That organ was breaking all the big tags. Gulls were eating more jubilant salmon, which meant fewer would make it to the ocean. So at that point, the lights came on and people thought, wow, we have a problem here, Parker said. But with all the other predators snapping up salmon, there hasn't been much attention paid to gulls, Parker said. He said gulls are also believed to be eating juvenile steelhead.
The area park is concerned about. Miller Island has uh, up to 6,000 gulls nesting during spring salmon runs. It's salmon. It's almost like an express line going up the river, Parker said. The solution he proposes, lethal control of Pacific uh, problem goes along with non-lethal harassment. The dams already have burned wire and occasional pyrotechnics to scare away alien predators, but it's not doing enough, Parker said. Not all goals are guilty of eating salmon, but some of them are, Parker said. One of the as a rustling it up in the dam, tail race eating salmon probably need better management, but just those goals specifically. Goals also steal fish from other bears, like Caspian terns, Parker said. Uh, that doubles the amount of salmon eaten because the victim bed must be must then replace his catch. At the same time, Parker said some gulls can actually help salmon out. They are opportunist eaters. Besides salmon scavenging trash and French fries lost on the ground, gulls will eat other bears' eggs. They've helped keep the number of Caspian terns in the double uh, troubled East Sands Island in check. Parker said the government officials have uh, killed double crested. Oh, it says uh, kill double crested cormorants to increase juvenile salmon's chance of survival. Any killing of gulls, referred to as lethal management or lethal control by the government, is a tactic by Audubon Society of Portland vehemently opposes. It is a continuation of a very unfortunate pattern of killing wildlife to protect other wildlife, said Bob Salinger, conservation director of the society. It's not the wildlife that's the problem, Salinger said. It's the dams. Killing gulls, he said, is pure scapegoating. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers have refused to do what's necessary to modify those dams to protect salmon. And that is why salmon are continuing to decline. Killing wildlife is not going to change that situation. These birds are simply doing what comes naturally, Salinger said. Back in 2014, the federal government was authorized to take ring-billed gulls, Californian gulls, and double-crested cormorants at five dams. Farther up the Columbia River, it was first timed in 20 years, dam managers said they had to kill nuisance birds. The program is still in place at five dams, McNary and the Columbia River and Ice Harbor, Lower Monumental Little Goose and Lower Granite and the Snake River. But lethal take is always the last option, said spokesman for the Army Corps. The same program could be put in place in problem areas of the Lower Columbia River. Crit, Crit FC's Blaine Parker said, removing some of those birds wouldn't hurt the population overall, he said. There's tens of thousands of gulls within Columbia River Basin, Parker said. There should be some de deference given to fish and not birds. It's really the other way around in a lot of cases. So that's one of those issues there, so it's just disputing that gulls are eating all the juvenile salmon. And uh, and obviously not blaming the the dams who make it absolutely impossible for salmon to either get up the stream to breed. So it's very obviously very uh, basic problem up there. Uh, alongside of that, where the dams are, on the other side is the the fish farming, which is uh, making the salmon poorly. By the fish farmers, they obviously they're quite they're not exactly hygienic and spreading the, this virus into the water which is Pisine orthoreovirus which is happening in the British Columbia side of it and uh, 
the salmon that get too close to these fish farms they get poorly themselves and then obviously deformities happen in the bodies and they can't get up the the stream can't, can't swim upwards towards the stream and hence will uh, perish unfortunately because of this reason so yeah it's uh it's, it's pretty sad what's going on at the moment so i've done all my projects i've had two stories there uh the main stories i've just read there uh i would like to finish it off with promotion which is uh if you ever come into hull which is where i am based so if you ever come to hull or you're in hull and you're wondering where the hell can i get some some uh, healthy food vegan food uh holistic style food uh, where can i go well i can be honest with you there isn't that, that much going on in hull at, at, at this time so this vegan and holistic eating is is quite well behind the times but well, there's one that you could go to which is on newland ave newland avenue in hull uh, and it's called hull grains so you can go on there they've got various types of uh, vegan foods or any sort of spicy type of food that uh, you would like to try they have that sort of stuff they have spices there uh, vegan chocolates and uh, the milks the cheeses they got it all there and adjacent to the shop they also have a bakery which uh, sells vegan style bread and uh, buns and stuff like that you could go there which is uh, called whole grains that's what the shop is called on Newland Ave, Whole Grains. So you can get yourself down. Have a look at it. It's a pretty neat little shop. It's not very big, but it's got everything you need if you are 100% plant based. So there you have another podcast here. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. It's a very short one. I'll keep it at 15 minutes. Uh, uh, material is of stories are quite short, although I posted quite a lot. Uh, but it's mainly like the stuff that I've been doing. Which is uh, also yesterday I've cooked uh, uh, what, I, what I call it myself uh, the no MDE stew, which is no meat, dairy, egg stew. That's what I call it, no MDE. Uh, and I posted that on there, which is was quite a nice stew. I made that quite uh, frankly. No dairy, no meat, no eggs produced, just uh, vegan corn pieces that I put in there as a meat substitute. So I stuck that in there. The rest was like uh, tins of lentil soup. I've used that in the stew. You basically put anything in, really. That's what stew is. Just dump anything in there. So, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, I would just like to thank you for listening to it. I had nine listeners last week on podcast number six. This is podcast number seven. Uh, I hope you like what you hear. Uh, you like the news feeds that I'm bringing into you. Uh, if you like, if you do like, we would like to listen more, look at my post, go to Facebook, Us Notions Live News on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Give me some likes there. Well, give me some uh, some sort of thing to work to. The more posts and the more followers I get, it's always good to have new followers. Knowing that it just shows me that I'm maybe doing something right. Uh, you know, get trying to get the message out when you feel strongly about what's going on. So obviously, there's loads and loads of other organisation charities that would, you know, that are doing fantastic work out there. They would follow them. It's, you know, it's totally understandable. I follow loads of different types of uh, organisations on Facebook, which are doing such great work. 
Uh, but I hope I hope I can get your support on what I do too. So if you like to go on Facebook, us and us live videos on Facebook, give me a like, follow, comment, please do comment whatever you can. Give me some feedback or give me some advice or maybe something you don't like and you would like to see instead. It'd be great to hear from you. I also on Instagram, uh, us and us live videos on Instagram. You know, send me any sort of pictures you like. And Twitter, I'm on Twitter too. Also on YouTube, obviously this seventh installment of the episode will be put on YouTube with obviously like a video background like I usually have. Uh, so yeah, give me, like me there or follow me there or subscribe to my channel on YouTube as long as there's live videos on YouTube. I very much appreciate that. So yeah guys, I will see you, I'll hear from you, I'll talk to you uh, probably in a couple of days and we'll get some more material together. Uh, back at work so it'll be more easier not doing so much with the kids so I'll have more time to check in on all the things that are happening around the oceans and the world so hopefully I will get it out to you so guys I'll see you later and uh, have a nice weekend bye bye